Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, August the 3rd. We are back in the studio for episode 51. Guys, I am feeling great. Today is a beautiful day in my life. I hope that when you are listening to this, it is a beautiful day for you as well. So last week, we had a really powerful, interesting, I really went there type of episode. Please go back, check it out. It was episode 50. We had our guest on, Selena Gibbs. She is a funeral director. So I asked her a lot of questions. She did a fabulous job of answering those questions for me, and I'm sure that you would find them interesting as well. So go back, download that episode, check it out. Again, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so, so much more. We're on YouTube as well. I've got to get that episode uploaded. Don't kill me, but I will definitely have that up soon. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to do what we always do and thank our sponsors. They're very, very important to our overall health and mental well-being, which is a big, big part of our show and my platform and everything that we're doing here. Try better help. If you are dealing with a difficult time in your life, you are going through something, anxiety, your mental health is just in question and you're really struggling. They are an online counseling company. They offer therapy, virtual sessions. You can have a session through text message, phone, video, all from the privacy of your home. Again, that company is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And if you are interested in learning more, getting more information, go to trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully. They do not take medical insurance, but it's $65 per week. And using my link, you will receive 10% off your first month. Again, that's trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully. I think it's such an amazing opportunity. I am always getting DMs, text messages, phone calls. I know that when people think about grief and loss, they do think about me, which I am very thankful for. And now I have an opportunity to point those people in the right direction for some help that might be a little bit better than what I'm actually able to offer. So again, that's trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully. So we are going to get into this episode. Like I said, I am feeling great. I'm feeling wonderful. I'm actually feeling very, very blessed about the podcast. We are coming up on one year very soon. Our 52nd episode will be next week, but our one year, we launched the podcast on August the 19th, when that will always be, no matter what day of the week it is, whether I have an episode coming out or not, will be our anniversary because that is my late grandmother's birthday. And so it means so much to me and just to be coming that close and knowing that I have been consistently showing up every week for my audience, for myself, and most importantly, for my family, which are my angels, my grandmother and my dad. And I'm super, super excited about that. We do have something really great in store for that episode, so I'm certainly looking forward to it. The Grief Bully podcast was meant to be that vehicle to help you with your grief and loss. But 
the reason why I am thrilled that I was a person that I believe God chose to lead this mission is because I'm going to push the envelope. Things that I say, things that I hear, things that I read that I feel have to do with grief and loss, I'm going to, of course, educate myself, but I'm also going to challenge it if I don't believe that it's something that aligns with my experience and also the experiences of those that I may have come in contact with. So today, I want to take a little risk. Again, it's going to be a shorter form episode, but I do want to talk about the five stages of grief. And I've mentioned them here and there, and I'm going to just go out on a limb and say you've probably, if you're listening to this podcast, heard of them. And if you didn't, definitely look it up. But the five stages of grief is the one thing that I've heard so many people mention when it comes to combating grief and loss. I don't know if it's just become more of a stereotype or the go-to, but in my experience, again, everything is from my lived experience. I am not a therapist. I am not a counselor. I didn't go to school for any of this. The school I went through was life, and it has been difficult. So when it comes to the five stages of grief, I want to go out here, and I'm going to say this. I've said it on IG Live with Girls Got a Hill. I don't agree with it. There, there it is. I said it. I, J. Nicole Jones, the grief bully, do not agree with the five stages of grief. Now, this could be viewed as controversial, and some people out there might have their opinion on it. But when you do further research on things, which I encourage you to do, even when you hear things on my show, don't just take it as the end-all, be-all. Go research it. Look it up. See how it does or doesn't apply to your life. And the five stages of grief through my research and my experience, do not apply to my life. And so for those of us who don't know what it is, here is a short definition. The Kubler-Ross model, or the five stages of grief, postulates that those experiencing grief go through a series of five emotions. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Again, the five stages of grief, there's five emotions and there's a series, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So what is it that you disagree with, Jay Nicole? I feel like in my grief, I've had denial, I've been angry, I've bargained, I've felt awfully depressed, and I have trouble finding acceptance. It's not the emotions themselves that I have an issue with because I do believe that they are real. There are certainly real emotions that not only apply to grief and loss, but just life in general. So I do think that we all experience them in one capacity or another. However, I do not believe that there are stages. And I absolutely, absolutely do not believe that they are linear, nor are they general. So what do I mean by that? First and foremost, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross created the five stages of grief, from my knowledge and my experience and what I've read, for people who are terminally ill to help them to come to terms and accept their life coming to an end, so the end stage of their life. It wasn't intended necessarily for, in its original state, those who are going to be bereaved, that are going to be dealing with the loss of a loved one. So... Something that was created for someone accepting their own fatality is different than how would that actually really benefit someone who still has to 
live and deal with the acceptance. So that's where the one of the biggest misconceptions, I believe, is that thinking that this was created for helping people deal with their grief of their loved ones, and not their own death. So that's the first one that I wanted to debunk there. Next, the stages. So first you're here, then you're there, then you're there, then you're there. And then ding, 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 you have successfully accomplished beating your grief. I wish it was that easy, folks. I really do. And if you listen to this podcast, if you've been rocking with me for the last 51 weeks, well, that's a long time. But if you have been rocking with me for that long, then you know that these are emotions that you absolutely experience, but there is not a point where you, I believe that you get to, oh, I've overcome my grief. I've beaten my grief. I'm cured from grief. Grief, in my opinion, in my experience, is a lifelong journey, and there is no determined specific amount of time that any doctor, any person extremely educated can tell me or you that this is how it's supposed to go. The order is supposed to be denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then finally, finally, you arrive at acceptance. First and foremost, one of my quotes that I have is actually, if you look between um, my, excuse me, my heart is somewhere between denial and acceptance, right? And I have lost loved ones. My grandmother it has been four years. My father, just over a year. My friend, it's been seven years. My grandfather, it's been decades. And there are still times where I'm not 100% in the acceptance. So is that to say that you'll go through the five stages and then you you backtrack? No, I just don't believe that that's even how it goes. I think that there are some people who may never become depressed. I actually do not really remember a time where I would say I felt depressed completely, if you will. I've never typically in my life dealt with a lot of depression. Now, anxiety, absolutely. But feeling down, sure. But totally depressed, not so much. Anger, moments and spurts. But a full, what I would call stage by this definition of anger, I have yet to experience that. So some of you might out there have been comparing yourself to these five stages of grief. You have maybe felt so insignificant, so much like a failure, so defeated and discouraged because you have not made it through one stage to get to the next stage and you just feel stuck. And you're also comparing yourself to this model. And I want you to stop. I want you to stop right now. Your grief is your grief. Your loss is your loss. And how you move through that is how you move through that. The one thing that I am going to push you on and what I am going to advocate is that I want you to move through. I don't want you to stay stuck. I want you to make up your mind that no matter how bad this is, how hard this is, you are going to survive this. Say it with me. I will survive this storm. I will survive this storm in my life. And once you make up your mind, no matter how difficult that pit is, no matter how hard that deep, deep, dark part of your life, if you have in the back of your mind or the forefront of your mind, if you will, that you are going to survive this no matter what, I believe that it would give you the extra bit of push and hope that you need to get through. But you cannot mimic and base your journey on these stages. Sorry to anyone that, that believes this and they live and go by this, but really, how can that even be realistic? So 
Does that mean that people who, because this is a true fact that happened recently. I have another quote that I have that I am big, big, big advocate for, advocate for, is time alone will not heal wounds. People who use their time to heal will heal, right? So there was a young lady who commented on a post of mine recently, and she said that she's just now, she lost her father when she was 12 years old, and she's about my age. And she is saying that she just now starting to work through this because of the false notion in her mind that someone told her it was a quote out there in the world. Time heals all wounds. Whoever said that you're a freaking idiot and you've never been through anything in your life. And so would that say that that person who said that to me is is nowhere near making any progress in her journey because she hadn't even if she thought that time was going to heal it, she definitely doesn't has not started working through these five stages. So does that mean that she has to start all the way at, at point one to get to the end? No. Grief is a part of your life, if you like it or not. It is a very, very difficult thing, and I've been able to learn different coping skills and mechanisms to help me manage it, and I hope and pray that the Grief Bully podcast and my social media platform will help you navigate it as well. But I wanted somebody to get unstuck today. I wanted you to press play on my podcast, this episode on Monday, August the 3rd or whatever day thereafter that you listen to it, that you would get done listening and feel like a better person, feel more hopeful in your journey, feel more seen. Woo, man, I feel like I'm preaching. That is so powerful to feel seen, right? To feel seen like no one else got it. But when I heard this podcast today, I felt like someone understood because these stupid stages of grief have really been pissing me off. There you have it. Whoever you are, you are now free from that because, yes, you will experience those emotions. Maybe, maybe you won't experience all of them. They will not be linear. Do not measure yourself by that. The way that you view happiness and healing is how you view it. So what makes me feel happy and whole might not be by definition what will make you feel happy and whole. So that's why it's super important to get professional help or speak to someone who's been in a similar circumstance or your higher power as well as religious counselor, whatever your thing is to make sure that you're doing the best you can to make those deposits into yourself that are going to help you. But do not let anyone dictate that. Right. So, yes, people don't want to see you stuck. They want to see you happy. But you have to determine what happiness means to you. For me, I'll start to wind down this episode. I want you to know that one thing that really, really, really helped unlock the floodgates of being stuck in my grief for me was when I just had to come to the point of, I don't really have to accept the losses of my loved ones because it's hard. I miss my people. I want them here. And some days it is so, so hard for me to believe that. But I had to accept that my life as it was prior to those dates of their unfortunate passing will never be the same. That's it. And so anything in between that I can deal with. But when I was continuously running into a brick wall trying to get myself back to my life prior to those losses where I felt defeated, it was like comparing myself to the five stages of grief. And then I said, hey, in a therapy session with my amazing therapist, that that's not coming back. It's just not. So, yeah, I missed the part of me that died when they did. And I have to understand that that part of me is not going to come back like that. Does that mean that a part of me may not come back stronger? To be determined. Does that mean that my life can't still be a great life and still be happy? Oh, absolutely, I can. But the same thing, I, listen, as much as I want to, my grandmom is not going to be cooking Sunday dinner this coming Sunday. I'm not walking through her front door. I'm not hugging her. I'm not kissing her. I'm not saying hi to my dad. It just is not going to happen. 
And I know that that sounds so brutally honest. It can seem insensitive, but remember, I am talking to myself and about myself. So I guess it could be a little harder, but you have to get to that point too at some point in your journey. And listen, there's no time frame. You'll get there when you get there. Doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you are wounded. Ooh, it doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you're wounded. Like give yourself credit. Emotional deficiency is real and that is a real thing. And so I really, really, really want to encourage you to just keep going, keep pushing on your journey, educate yourself, look at these five stages, research that. When someone gives you something, you give it back to them and ask them, hey, what does that actually mean? How can this apply to my life? See yourself in that situation. Do not beat yourself up on this journey. It is something that is very, very, very difficult. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We are starting to wrap up here, episode 51. I've enjoyed getting these things off, off my mind. I'm so thankful to God to continue to just download in me what I believe is needed to be said to everyone here that listens to the podcast every single week. So yeah, I am going to start to get out of here. Our In Love and Memory segment this week is definitely going to continue to go out to those that are losing their lives to COVID. I know that there are so many people that are still fighting and combating. I actually, on my way here, saw on Facebook someone that's fighting for their life right now due to the virus. So I, I still have that in the forefront of my mind. So while I don't have a guest on the show, I'm going to continue to send my love or in love and memory segments to everyone that's out there, all the families that have had to deal with those losses and not been able to actually be there and hold their loved one's hand, give them their proper burial and send off. My love is totally, totally going to go out to you for sure. So please keep those people in your prayers. Our inspiration to boost this week is brought to us by our sponsors, Adina J Designs, they make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, doormats. They've got these fire custom tumblers, hot and cold drinks. If you have a brand or a business and you do not have a tumbler with your brand on it, you're not winning right now. It is marketing and advertising 101. So go, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and follow them on Instagram. You'll see all of the amazing works of art they've done. Adina J Designs, A D A. A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. That's on both Instagram and Facebook. And so again, I want this quote this week to be, time alone does not heal all wounds. People who use their time to heal, well, guys, they heal. Listen, I am your host, Jay Nicole. I've loved being here with you today. Please follow me. I love hanging out on Instagram. I'm posting so many different things every single day at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, till next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace. Peace.